Hi, I'm Megan Hillica, a grieving mother turned grief coach. I now support, guide, and offer tools to navigate the unthinkable of child loss to other moms who also know this pain. I help you go from empty, lost, and broken to learning to carry your grief and live alongside it. If there's one thing I want you to see, it's hope. Hope that there's life after loss. Hope that there's so much more for you and encouragement that you're normal. All of this is possible along with never forgetting or moving on from your baby or child. I'm holding on to hope for you until you are ready to hold it yourself. Welcome to Grieving Moms Podcast. Hey everyone, it's Megan Hillica. I'm so excited to be here with you today. If you've been listening to this podcast for a while, or if you're new, I would be so grateful if you would take a moment and go leave a review on wherever you listen to your podcast or go to Apple and do it there. Um, That's one of the most common places, but leave a review and a comment. Um, I really, really appreciate when you do that. This helps me be able to put more content out for you for free and helps other moms listen and find this podcast and get the help that you've been getting. So if you can do that and take just a few seconds to do that, I would be so, so grateful. So I have been looking at life through this lens lately where I've not been asking if something is true or not, but if it has value to me or not. And if it's something that like I like where it brings me closer to or not so if I ask you this question how do you know or how do you judge a thought a lot of times we often judge thoughts by if they're true or not and the tricky thing is this is what is true You can ask someone else and they disagree with you. So you can have a thought that you believe to be true and it's not a fact. It's not true because if it were a fact, it would be a universal thought. But this can get super confusing and we can get so caught up in, well, this is true and they said that and this happened and I really believe this is true. But these thoughts that are quote unquote true cause us so much suffering because so much pain. So if instead I asked, does this thought have value? Does this thought support my life? Does this thought make things heavier for me or lighter? Does this thought serve me? Does this thought have value? I love mountain biking. I absolutely love it. And if I were just about to start up a trail and someone came to me and brought me an amazing new stroller, they told me it was the top of the line, exactly what I dream about in a stroller. Um, I haven't found my dream stroller yet, just FYI. If somebody ever made it, I would buy it, but I have not found. Out of all the strollers, they still haven't made one that I would love. But I'm going mountain biking. This stroller can be the most amazing stroller, but it has no value to me as I'm beginning my mountain biking trek. I would just have to carry it unnecessarily and that would be of no value for me. So in the same way, judge your thoughts. Do they have value? It's kind of funny because 
I've been realizing more and more lately that we can have a situation where we don't know the truth. <laughs> like, say we have a relationship with someone and we don't know their reason for doing something. And we want to know the truth. We want to know the real thing, right? We want to know what's true or false. And what if you won't find the reason? What if you don't know? And in that not knowing, usually what we insert is the most horrific or awful answer, right? Will it be more valuable to come with a horrible reason that causes a lot of pain or suffering? Or would it be more valuable to choose something else that makes you feel better? So just an example for me, like I've, I've noticed this with myself. I had, you know, something happen where I was wondering why this happened with another person. And of course, my reasoning that I come up with is start to be like, they don't like me. They, you know, whatever reason, like starting to find all the reasons why they, this would have happened because they don't like me. They hate me. I did something wrong. I'm a bad person. All of this stuff, which I have no idea why this happened. I don't know. There's no way I can know at this point in time. But that's when I started to judge. Okay, those thoughts have no value. They're only causing pain and suffering to me right now. They're making me feel horrible. What if that person just forgot? What if that person had an emergency come up? What if that person um, was going through their own struggles right now? Whatever it is, like I decided to bring my thoughts to like, okay, that is like, I get to choose in this moment, which one of these thoughts has more value to me. I don't know what's true or false. I actually don't know. So I'm going to choose something that makes me feel better. So I can hear some people saying that this is just naive or <laughs> burying your head in the sand. And it's actually not. If there's no way to know the quote-unquote truth either way, then why not choose the thing that brings more value to you in your life? Why not choose the one you like better? Either way, you won't really know. So this is my preface for today's subject on Grieving Moms podcast. Some of you might be in a place where this lands and it feels good for you. And some of you might be too fresh or never be open to seeing it like this particular subject that we're going to talk about through this lens. And that's completely okay. As always, everything I share is an opportunity to think a different way and see something through a different lens that might ease the pain or lessen your suffering and pain. Something that comes up again and again when your child dies is the thought that this isn't supposed to happen. Children are not supposed to die before their parents or feeling like their life got cut short. I get it because it feels so true. Like this shouldn't have happened. It's not how it's supposed to be. Because that's what we believe. That's what we think. That's how we kind of live our lives is thinking this is not how it's supposed to be. But when we're looking through this lens of if it's adding value or not and not basing it off, whether it's quote unquote true or not, check again. Is the thought or believing that shouldn't have happened adding value to your life? Is it helping you learn how to live with this horrific pain or is it making it worse? Having this thought 
go over and over and over in your head and really holding on to it and like clutching on to this belief that this shouldn't have happened and this is not how it's supposed to be it feels valuable in the way where it's like it's a um I kind of forgot the word that I'm trying to think of but it feels uh validating or like yeah that that's right that's not how it's supposed to be but it really just causes only suffering there's really nothing else that it brings but suffering because that's like we're we're fighting against what is reality right we're fighting against what is true thinking that it shouldn't have happened when it did but as I was wondering if I should do the rapid resolution training therapy that I talked about on here um, that I did and that I continue to do, I read this book called Grief is Not Sacred that the founder, Dr. John Connolly, wrote. And it really turns a lot of things about grief on its head. And a lot of it I agree with, I agree with and some not. But a lot I can take forward into my work and continuing to help other moms. And the idea that I want to talk about today is that a lot of us have this belief that our children's lives got cut short, that they weren't supposed to die so young, or this isn't supposed to happen. This whole notion of this wasn't supposed to happen, this belief causes immense suffering, like I was saying, because it's trying to change what is. So let's start with this question. Would have it been better if your child or baby lived to be 100. We often think that longer is better. But here's the thing. How do we know one year or one month or in utero isn't better than 98 years? How are we supposed to know what's a better amount of time? Who's to judge what's a right amount or better amount of time? If I were going to go watch a sunset, I'd rather have a three-minute sunset with perfect weather and no bugs and a gorgeous, gorgeous sunset than a 20-minute sunset that's full of mosquitoes, cold, miserable, and not a very beautiful sunset. Longer doesn't equal better. What if our child's life was exactly the amount of time it was supposed to be? Not one minute more, not one minute less. And their life is complete and perfect as it is. Would it have been better if it were longer? In our minds, yes, that's what we think. Like, we can rationalize and reason that, yes, of course it would have been better if it was longer. Of course it would have been better. But we can't answer that question because only what has happened is exactly what is supposed to be. Who's to decide what should have been or how it should have been better or how it could have been better. I know this may be hard for some of you to even grasp and that's totally understandable and fine. I'm not here to tell you you have to come, you have to think this way. I'm not even sure I could have come to terms that Arya's life was complete right away. And there are times still when it feels so unfair. It's like, why? Why only 15 months? right? But overall, I do feel very comforted that her life was complete, that her, she couldn't have lived a moment longer because she didn't. There's no way she could have lived any longer because she didn't live any longer. 
Her life here was perfectly complete, exactly the amount of time she was supposed to have. I've been learning that our unconscious minds only know to cause things to happen. So if you keep wishing that your child was here and thinking that they should be here and, you know, trying to think about the things you should have done or how that's not supposed to happen, your unconscious mind actually believes they are here and keeps trying to get you to take the action as if they were here. And this is where a lot of the guilt comes from. Mind causes guilt to try to get you to do something that's impossible to do. So you keep thinking that they should be here and mind says, okay, go back and make them not dead three months ago. And it keeps trying again and again to get you to do that. And it's literally something you cannot do. So we cannot do that. And when we keep thinking that, it's just causing so much suffering. And there's such a disconnect because they're not here. But when you're wishing or thinking that they should be here, your mind is simply believing that they are here and they're not. And so the cycle of pain and suffering comes in because you have been thinking that they should be here and you try to change what has happened and you can't. Again, it's literally a cycle of pain and a lot of it is unconscious. Like it's not, I don't think you're consciously trying to do this. You're not trying to cause so much pain. You're not trying to even do this on purpose. A lot of it comes from places that you don't even know are there. So who gets to decide what a complete life is, a full life? If your child only knew love from you, did they have a complete life or were they gypped? If your child experienced many different experiences in life, did they have a complete life or were they gypped? If you were to ask your child if they were ripped off of a complete life, what would they say? If your child had a hard life, was their life complete? And do you think they wish to be back in that? Would it be better that they lived 30 more hard years or is their life complete? I don't know the answers to this for you, and I'm not going to try answer them for you. I ask the questions for you to think and ponder about, and like again, you can throw this whole idea away as well. Nothing I share is universal or black and white, and I believe it's all fluid and thoughts to ponder and think about. So I wanted to share this idea in case for one of you this clicks and it really helps you kind of close a chapter of thinking that they should be here and letting go of that suffering where it just kind of ends because you you can believe and just be with their life was complete anyways I'm always thinking of you and your children and babies so much love to all of you see you next week if you like this podcast and have found it helpful I want to invite you to come check out gravy mom's haven this is my monthly community for grieving moms where you can learn positive coping mechanisms, find a safe space with others who understand, and learn lifelong skills that support you as you learn how to carry this weight of grief in your life. There are group coaching calls where we do guided meditations, tapping meditations, breath work, and just talk, knowing that everyone in the group is also walking the path of child loss. You can come check out Grieving Moms Haven at www gravymomshaven.com